Hello and welcome to ReTNG, a Star Trek The Next Generation rewatch podcast. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this is Season 4, Episode 22. Yeah. My name... This is Half a Life. Half a Life. Yeah. Half a Life. Uh, so Half a Life was, uh, has a story by Ted Roberts and Peter Allen Fields, teleplayed by Peter Allen Fields, directed by Les Lando, and first aired May 6th, 1991. Um, yeah, so, so this keeping, is pre- a, keeping uh, pretty good pace on uh, a pretty close to the exact time of year of <laughs> these episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out. it's the the because we're doing these without break, we're pushing out year wise. But well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's funny how <laughs> we, we did we did we didn't take a summer break. Um, <laughs> um, you ruined my summer. You um, ruined my summer. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. uh, this yeah so interesting thing about this episode is uh it starts out with a voiceover with a with a log entry um uh, mm. but it's uh troy yeah it's troy personal log mm. um which is pretty different um and funny enough actually uh cuz uh, you know how netflix um unless you tell you know set it not to netflix will often it'll start auto playing the next episode when you finish one oh yeah uh, at least it does on mine because I haven't said it yeah, not it, to. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, My mind's set not to, but yeah. So, the next episode started. So I just heard like the first few seconds of the next episode. The next episode has uh, opens with a voiceover uh, personal log by Doctor Crusher. <laughs> so oh, they're wow. they're really switching so, it up right now. Yeah, uh, no, but yeah. No, so no. this one is opens with the Troy thing, um, and uh, yeah, um, her mom comes on board. So this mm-hmm. is the Loxana troy episode a, for this season a, yeah yeah uh much like q she tends to come back once a season or so yeah um yeah. and uh yeah other than that what's the basic so, uh, thing of this so episode they're about? they're meeting up with a race of uh aliens who are uh they're very like isolation they're isolationists mm-hmm. um but the sun in their solar system is dying. It's been mm-hmm. dying for a while. They've been trying to find a solution. They finally turn to the Federation for help. And their like chief scientist is coming aboard. And they're going to take him to a star that has a similar problem to theirs. Um, but uh, there's no life or anything around that star. And they're basically going to experiment with him. Experiment on this star in terms of basically restarting it. Reigniting it. Getting it fired back up again. Yes. Um, and... Uh, Loaxan is also on board. Um, do we ever know why she's on board? Uh, yeah, there's one scene where she mentions that uh, the um, Enterprise was passing near to uh, to Beta Z on their way, and she just figured, like, hey, oh, she's just like, just she's just hopping, opportunity out. to hop on board and and spend some time okay, with okay. you know with Deanna and see right, everybody on right. the ship and stuff. There wasn't like a specific like a mission or anything that she was oh, okay. on. Okay. Um, and she immediately takes a liking to this scientist. Yeah, Dr. Um, Timison, played by Dr. David Timis- Ogden Steers. Yes, very famous very... from, uh, like, MASH mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, things of that ilk. Yeah, I mean, I think Ma- MASH is probably where... Yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, Most yeah. people would know him from. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, and then, um, so there's kind of, like... It's interesting because it's a mo- it's it actually is has a a plot and a b plot, but it involves exactly the same characters, because uh, kind, kind is, of yeah, in a sense the the, the a well in and the 
the A plot and the B plot are well. It's almost like it's two B plots that just combine together to make a single. Yeah, story. yeah. I guess. Um, yeah, that's a reasonable. Because the one part of it is they're they're firing up this story mm-hmm. and or they're firing up this the sun. Yeah. Are trying to and then the well, other that's half kind of the it, thing that gives all the other characters something to do. Because exactly, again, it's yeah. like you need that like technical thing for like Jordy to work on and Data to work on and mm-hmm. you know that sort of stuff. And then the rest of it is, uh, or and the other half of it is, uh, the relationship between Doctor Timmison and Waxana. Uh, yeah, and well, because uh, it, yeah, and then there's like a cultural thing. Yeah, that well, because the thing is, is like it's it's kind of like a a running thing with her character that like because obviously like her husband like Deanna's father her. her husband like mm-hmm. she's a wit she's a widow yes like he's yeah. he died at some past point in time yeah. and you know there's always this thing where like it's like she's always on the lookout for like you know a new a new man or like a new partner however you want to put it you know and they even did like one of the previous episodes with her the literally the episode is called manhunt and it yes. was all yeah. about yeah. how like like you know her her beta z equivalent of like her biological clock is ticking and she was yeah, like yeah that's she was, right you know because she's going into like middle age and she like she, yeah. well, she, she needs she, a man you know kind of thing and so she's she's after everyone you know um and so this episode kind of continues with that thread but like mm-hmm. treats it much more seriously yes and much yeah. more like a real kind of relationship um in terms of like it, it's still very i mean it's very fast because it's it's kind of like a there's kind of sparks at first sight kind of thing. And it's like a very yes. whirlwind romance, but like, you know, um, it goes down and then it's like, it turns out, Oh, in his culture, like, uh, they, they do this kind of like ritual suicide sort of, um, I, what do they call it? Like, um, uh, the, re- uh, uh, remember, not remembrance, uh, remembrance that's what they call it yeah. no no no. i i don't mean i don't mean what do they actually call it but there's a thing that they actually oh well it's it's the uh when it, somebody reaches 60 they um yeah they are they they take their own life it's like a euthanasia it's like a um voluntary euthanasia that's what voluntary that's yeah uh that's and how it's described yeah and it's so that they don't become old and invalid and a burden on yeah it's kind uh, of interesting actually because you know the common sort of complaint that's often kind of put across of like a lot of um the alien cultures in in star trek is often that you know they're not very alien basically no 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 um, they, they mostly just end up either and some and and aping, i thought they mostly was, aping some like aspect of yeah and i thought that this was interesting or because or time period yeah yeah and i thought it was this was an interesting t- kind of take because mm-hmm. it was about issues that apply in the real world and to humanity in terms of like things about the aging and how the elderly are treated or how the elderly are seen um, issues of the whole. Well, this is an episode that definitely brings up like, this is like, it's bringing up a point. Yeah. It's bringing up a point. But at the same time, the specifics of it, it's like the way that their culture has kind of run with this concept is like very alien because like, we would never like humans would never like even now just would not see it that way because like like yeah. we may see it 
that way to a certain degree, like, in the things where it's like, oh, like, this person has some really horrible, horrible, painful illness, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. them wanting to, and wanting to put them out of their misery type of thing is understandable, that sort of thing. But, like, the idea that a perfectly healthy, able-bodied, like, 60-year-old, that, like, oh, no, yeah. gotta make way for the next generation, like, that would never happen yeah, yeah, yeah. here, right? Yeah. But, yeah, well, I mean, we, we still have, like, even for people in pain, like, doctor-assisted suicide still, like, the, it, the yeah, rules it's controversial, are, but yeah, it yeah, exists. Yeah, very so much, yeah. But, yeah. like, not for, like, a perfectly healthy, exactly. normal 60-year-old, yeah. mm. right? Like, that that's insane. Um, yeah. But they give a good kind of way, like, they explain it well in the context of their culture why mm. it's so meaningful to them. And yeah. just their whole thing of, like, how well, it's also it's been going on for like thousands of years too. Yeah, and how basically well. like yeah. they, they, you know that mm-hmm. that they they sort of have come to like really see it as something where it's like this is a way for people to kind of go out with like dignity and with mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it's you know, so they can remember you in a nice so you can way. remember you in a nice way type of thing <laughs> almost right and so it's not really about the like oh well they could have lived longer or they could have done other things or whatever it's more just about yeah. like you know when it's time it's time and yeah. they had to set some sort of arbitrary number and that was just mm-hmm. the number that was like tended to avoid a lot of the things that they associated with being sort of negative yeah. things from later mm-hmm. in life um but also, mass- a lot oh. of it relates to their views about their planet, about home, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's the whole part where he ends up, you know, because obviously when Loxana finds out that this is going to happen and that this is a part of their well, culture. she loses that, her mind she about it. freaks, obviously, you know, understandably. But, like, for her, like, she will not even consider any other perspectives to it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. At first, at least, well, but like, well, it's and it's and it's interesting because because it's they so unthinkable. Well, it's unthinkable, but also like there's a, a a portion of that too of of like even her. I mean, as an ambassador, yeah, you know, her her ability to like understand like oh, this is an alien culture's way. Oh yeah, is overdriven. That kind of goes out by, the window like, because she views well, it completely her, emotionally. Yeah, because her yeah, because of her she and she realizes this too at a certain point. Like yep. she has a personal like selfish stake yeah. in. Yeah, and so really likes essentially this man what happens and, is she you know. kind of convinces you know, or between kind of her and just the general mm-hmm. sort of him being amongst all these other people and things. Yeah. Um, because they're like you said at the beginning, they're like a very normally a very isolationist type of culture. Yeah. Border, and they don't, well, data says they're like border, borderline xenophobic. Borderline xenophobic. They don't really associate with other races very much. So like, well, it's probably him, because every time they associate with another race, they tell them, oh, we kill our elderly yeah, age yeah. 60, so, and then... <laughs> so so he, he by being with these other people, and because of his mm-hmm. relationship with Waxana and stuff, he eventually is convinced that, like, wait a minute, like, no one else can just pick up and run with, like, my work the way that, like, I can. Yeah. So, yeah. like, in order, like, I can't die because I have to stay alive in order to continue my work to be able to save my world. Well, that's well, that's it. She appeals to the practical. So initially, they say there's something so, like there's like their son only has about thirty years left in. Yeah, so he, and he's like, it's going to take ten years just for the next generation to even understand to like yeah. figure out his work to this point. Yeah. And so he he basically decides to he goes to to Captain Picard and he basically he he asks like for like asylum mm-hmm. or whatever um, to be you know 
um, yeah. allowed to remain on the ship and, and, and not go through with, with the, yeah, the resolution. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, and you know, of course his people are like horribly shocked by this and stuff. And yeah. Um, his daughter and, comes on board. Yeah. And I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, but like, what's interesting about it is that, you know, that he he kind of does this even though like he he really like initially he's just like yeah this is just how it is i'm gonna do it it's just normal for us that's the way it is but like as he starts to sort of think about like oh well i gotta you know but there's always that aspect of like he's still a product of his society and of his culture oh yeah and ultimately like he can't turn away from it because he knows that like he would never be allowed back on his planet he would never get to see his family, right? Yeah. He has no idea where he would go or what his place in the universe would be. Mm-hmm. Um, he realizes that even if he came up with a solution, they wouldn't listen to him. They wouldn't use his work if he turned exactly. away from their yeah. culture, right? Yeah. Because of the nature of their culture being such an isolated, like, mm-hmm. you know, as Data says, borderline xenophobic thing. But also, mm-hmm. he goes into, like... Uh, Steer David Ogden Steers playing this character. Um, he he has some really interesting like these sort of speeches where he kind of talks about it and and the their perspective on it and and mm. the way they feel about like home and the way they yeah. feel about their planet and how much of a part of them it is. Well, because walks on and brings up like why don't you guys just go yeah like why couldn't planet? you just evacuate like you've and he's known like you... for all yeah. this time right but they yeah. just they can't fathom mm. the idea mm. of like being separated from like it just means yeah. so much to them well i mean and so the resolution is part an, of that because that's not an alien concept i mean that no, is no it's not an alien concept people, but yeah, the yeah. way in which they enact it is way. kind of alien yeah. because to to any like human they'd be like hell yeah i'll evacuate like yeah it'll suck but at least i won't be dead yeah you know? exactly yeah, um yeah. so like you know it, it it's it's kind of like taking a bit of a human idea, but then like taking it to kind of like an extreme level of like, well, like nobody would actually take it this far, Mm. you know? But, um, but I thought it was really interesting that like the idea of a culture that just, where it just matters so much that this kind of like hearth and home thing is so Mm. important that they can't even leave, you know, they can't even, and it's just, it means so much to them. It's, it's like the equivalent of the same way, like Klingons view like honor. Yeah, kind of. Like where it is, it is such a driving force in their culture. It yeah. influences every aspect yeah. of of what, of who they are and what they um, do. And it's also... and the same for these people. Like everything that they do is about their yeah. like where they live and where they came from. Uh, there was um, also uh, even though um, this episode is much more dramatic and serious than a typical Loxana Troy episode, there was some good funny bits. Um, the oh, part yeah, where yeah. she's messing around with. Um, by Worf's like station oh. on the bridge oh. there, and he keeps call- calling him Mister Woof. Mister Woof, yeah. It's like yeah. I, my name is Worf, not Woof, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, the part where she uh, comes into engineering and is like, "Oh, clean up all this mess," and it's like that—that's our work. Like they have yeah, like yeah, yeah. their pads and stuff out that they're like working on, and then like she's like basically trying to put up, give them like lunch essentially, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> all this food and stuff, and then Data like 
kind of backs her up because she's like, oh, because he's like, oh, well, you know, oh, yeah. it's true that blah, 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 that, you know, about needing food and stuff. And then biological and, creatures. Yeah. 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 And then Jory's just like, oh, not you too. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then she's like, Mr. Holm, spread it. <laughs> and he's like, got yeah, like yeah, the yeah. little, the little, uh, like tablecloth cloth yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, silly, but. You know, it was kind of like those little moments of levity in like an otherwise pretty dramatic episode. Yeah. Um, and it then was... the big kind of dramatic moment is Loxana's speech where yeah. she kind of her big final sort of speech to him about it, where she's trying to do her final sort of appeal. And she just talks about like aging and what it's like and kind of how the ideas about like how people are treated when they get older and kind of thing. And it's mm-hmm. pretty well done. Um, uh, oh, sorry. Actually, no. That scene is with Deanna. That's with uh, it's yeah. Because she breaks she's down and she's Deanna. like crying and she yeah. like she has this whole yeah. Um, and you know it's a pretty well done scene, but like for me personally, like I thought it was even more sort of um, profound knowing that because Michelle Barrett, who plays Loxana, was married to Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, creator of Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry, mm. and at this point, by this point, Gene's health had gotten was getting very bad. Uh, he died this year, ninety one, later oh, on right. in the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not until like next the next season. It's not until after after the summer. But um, he would not live out past this current year that this that the show is in right now. Uh, and mm. he had already been like I think in a wheelchair by like eighty nine since like eighty nine I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so already it's it's when she's talking about the aging and sort of becoming you know the body sort of starting to fail and and just like the the difficult kind of things of of some of that stuff and some of how mm-hmm. like older people are are viewed and and treated and stuff it yeah. just kind of like hit me because i'm like oh man that must have been really emotional to do because oh, like because of what she was going through in real so... life yeah. With Gene basically, you know, yeah. spiraling down, mm-hmm. and uh, here she is, you know, playing a lot of those kind of emotions that she must have been feeling in reality. Yeah, exactly. On the show, yeah. right? So that was like a bit like, whoa, that's that is heavy. That's heavy, heavy stuff. If you know, if you know about what was going on behind the scenes, um, and then uh, yeah, so then they have the whole thing with um, Doctor Timson's daughter showing up and. Uh, she's played by Michelle Forbes. Yeah. Uh, who, and this is when the producers and stuff first kind of found out about her and saw her and everything. And that led to eventually, obviously her being cast for Roe next season. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, pretty much kind of the start of, you know, the main body of her career, really. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that was huge. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, it's like exactly, literally yeah. she's in about two minutes of this episode. Maybe yeah, not even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's um, a bit. She does a part. really good job though. Like it's, yeah, it's she does a good job scene. because it's a very yeah. emotional situation. Mm. It's an emotional scene, but it's basically one scene, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so it's just like, wow. Like that, you know, that's an interesting sort of, um, thing for, I mean, it's not the first time that somebody has done, a Star Trek thing and then later on, you know, returned in a different role, like a more major role or something later no, on. That's true. That's, I mean, that's it's, it's, true, yeah. it's happened before, but you know, obviously mm-hmm. this is just kind of a notable case of it because, um, you know, it's 
next generation and it's you know pretty well-known thing so yeah yeah exactly um yeah. so there's that so uh yeah. that's pretty much half a life uh, unless you got anything else yeah no uh to say. that that's that about more or less it, it was uh it was it was i appreciated uh having loxana because it, she's for me she's a bit of a divisive character like well oh yeah no i mean i, I appreciate what she brings to the show when she's on it but i also feel that um, oh, hundred percent. They lean this, on it a bit much. Like she's a bit too this, much of like the this episode crutch. Is, yeah, and yeah. This episode really does a good job of illustrating. Like, no, there's, like, look. Yes, she is an outrageous character. Yeah, but she's also oh, somebody no. who this she episode knows she's is outrageous famous and she can, for the fact can... that it kind of saved this character for a lot of people because a lot of people hated this character because she was so one dimensional yeah. and only brought on annoying. to like, do kind of one kind of... thing. Yeah, and yeah. and all the episodes that she did were just kind of like goofy and kind of and the fact that they actually went and tried to like bring some death and bring some like yeah. other dimension to the character mm-hmm. um yeah like a lot of people really noticed that like i yeah. i mean when this originally came out i was really too young to kind of get any of this like for oh, me I'm... i was just like oh yeah. it wasn't i didn't dislike this episode when i was a kid but like it wasn't yeah, I didn't really yeah, get I, I vaguely what it was really it. about. I, I mostly remember David Ogden Steers. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, for sure, because, I mean, I'd yeah. seen MASH, obviously. Exactly. At this point. Growing up watching MASH, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, it, this episode was kind of, fell a bit flat for me as a kid because it was just, I couldn't really understand, you know, any of the sort of more complex aspects of it. Yeah, Whereas, exactly. yeah. you know, obviously an episode that's more of an, of an adventure or, a, mm-hmm. you know, sci-fi type of episode, um, you know, I was going to obviously enjoy more because it was just cool, you know. Yeah. I, wanted, I want more holodeck. Sure. I want more, you know, phasers. I want, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, exactly. you know, um, now I can kind of appreciate it a little bit more in that sense. I mean, you know, for it's sure, never going to be sure. like a favorite episode of mine, but at least now I can kind of understand like, okay, that's kind of what it was about and. And I can understand mm-hmm. what it sort of brought to it. So, um, yeah, what exactly. do you think in score wise? Uh, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this one an eight. Uh, I well, the the it's one of those episodes where like it's you know it's a talky episode. It's not like really a lot going on in terms of you know Star Trekky stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh. The the doing something interesting and new and good with Loxana. Yep. Uh, the guest star did a great yep. job yep. uh and also the more importantly just uh making an attempt at the very least to show that alien races in the star trek universes are actually alien and touching on like the conflict that is going to have when you have other alien races meet each other and everybody's going to have different cultural touchstones different points of reference yep. and like the, the, it's one of those things like the, it, it really well, and it, and it gets into a very slippery slope if you start overly it, sort of judging that you know exactly and exactly. basically I applying mean, human it, sort of I, feelings I really, and logic onto something that is you know exactly and I mean I really appreciate like I appreciate that they did this for this episode but yeah. it does unfortunately it's, like bring to attention one of those things about Star Trek that is like how do all these alien races get along because there is no way all these alien races are well, would ever get along being that like 
I mean, thinking, in the case thinking of, of how hard it is just for human beings. Well, I, I mean, in the case of specifically beings. this, for example, I mean, that yeah. alien race definitely was not super friendly. And yeah, yeah. it's specifically mentioned many times that, like, they don't normally they don't hang deal out with outsiders. With, yeah, exactly. And basically, yeah. this was just kind of almost a desperation move of, like, right. exactly. okay, yeah. we have not been able to save our son yet. We need some help. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, all they had, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, it was yeah. definitely a reluctant mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And then on, like, the Federation side of things, well, they just want to be everybody's friend anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's fine but, yeah um uh, but yeah, yeah i mean i i i get what you're saying but i mean yeah. you know you know that's just just part know, of the nature terms, of, of star trek you know you, you you suspend that a bit you know that's just star yeah trek. yeah i yeah. mean because the problem the problem is, is it's, it's also just, it's really easy to go the other it. way and have exactly, it just be yeah. like everybody you encounter is just like mm-hmm. hostile like, and it's like well I that's mean, not realistic either yeah i don't go looking into star i don't go into star trek looking for that like you know things to be depicted in a realistic way uh anyway so yeah, but like also it's... there's that question of kind of you know what what is realistic really well you yeah Sometimes it's, it's it's where you straddle it's a complicated that, thing you you straddle that line between being like fiction and then actually having it make sense within its own world yeah and for the most part it's it's fine you know mm-hmm. like it it for the most part from episode to episode it actually is neither here nor there which is why it works yeah. you know um and yeah, I, and then highlighting oh, I, it for episodes I should like say, this i kind of forgot to say but interesting yeah yeah i'm i'm doing pretty much the same as you i'm going eight yeah, you, as well you're gonna go um, eight as well yeah. it's not like especially interesting type of it's like i kind of said it's not really my type of story it's not really an interesting mm-hmm. type of thing to but me but it's really well much. written but it's well yeah. done it's yeah. well executed which is more than you could say a lot a lot of episodes um especially earlier ones <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or sorry, I, I, that's not what I meant. I meant like I, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean obviously it's a good show overall. There's lots of great episodes. What I meant is that these tricky concepts are often not executed that well because they are so tricky to pull off. Yeah, well, that's why that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the bad episodes that we've seen are because they had an interesting concept, but they just couldn't pull it off. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know, or vice versa. Sometimes you have like a very mundane kind of not interesting concept, but like the episode is so well crafted that you're kind of like, oh well, you know, I guess it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> obviously, doing something more with the Oxana character than what they've done before was great. Um, David Ogden Steers was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. Uh, yeah, it was just well put together. Um, yeah, but you know, definitely not a favorite. Um, the story was, um, I think they did a good job in in finding that balance of like being able to do uh, a tricky concept like that. But um, you know, it's not super my bag, and and I I also no. tend to like to see the the whole cast a little bit more. That's act- the big actively thing, yeah. involved. Like and if they if they had a lot somehow, of, I mean, I don't know how you would have done it, but they no, and that's incorporated the thing, more is, of the cast with the, this with the story much, like this, I would have given this like a yeah you know. yeah with a story like this you can't really do it, and so yeah. it's just that thing of like you have to accept sometimes that like oh yeah like the secondary characters are just that a lot of times like yeah exactly you know it, yeah. it is what it is like they're there mm-hmm. to 
to do their little part, but they're not the main stars, and you know, yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, although, I mean, this was so. This episode, oh, uh, 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 Jufo Bryan was in this episode of Fair. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah, was interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, because they do when they tell they're doing a bath back and forth of coming up and down from the planet. Uh, yeah, it's all done via that was sort of interesting. Transporter, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know we just got like a couple of of uh, O'Brien, someone O'Brien centric episodes, like a little yeah, while yeah. ago. But it feels like it was a while now. Uh, I mean, it's, those were probably like good eight, ten episodes ago now. But uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So um, so, um, so yeah, yeah so, I guess they yeah, were yeah because the wounded mm-hmm. and. Yeah, day to day was episode eleven. The wounded was episode yeah. twelve. So yeah, that's like ten episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Huh. There well, you go. The season chugs along. It does. Uh, well, when you're going four, every four week, episodes left. Of... Uh, there is four left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four yeah. left in the season, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So kind of exciting. Five. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bit excited. Getting a, no, getting yeah. a little. Uh, yeah. These last few episodes. Getting a little stuff. excited because season five is my favorite season. All right. Yeah. And we're almost there. Getting there. And season five is like my favorite season, but I think like six and seven are like fairly close behind it. <laughs> I feel like the last few seasons were just so strong. I, it's going to be interesting because those are going to be the ones that I'm probably going to remember the most because I saw those like as they happened yeah. in sequential order. I didn't see them as piecemealy as I did. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Seasons. Like, there are some a couple of stinkers but like they they stand out more so on the basis of the fact that like wow like i can't believe they're still not they're still making mm-hmm. not so good episodes at this yeah, point yeah but i mean i'm um, not so good uh, here's the thing like i'm not so good season five episodes like a seven not a four uh, uh yeah i mean <laughs> i feel we're kind of almost already in that kind of yeah, area yeah, like there, there's Even very few episodes that we've four, there, there's uh, we were like this season there's there. very few that we've like outright crapped on yeah you know, there's been one or two that were just like they just dropped the a little ball. substandard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's like you can have that, and then like the next episode's like a nine. Like you know, it's it's we don't have that like where they just like wallow in not great episodes for for yeah. a couple in a row. I mean, but, there's yeah. something to be said for consistency too. Like if I had a whole season with like no 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 nines or tens, but like also no like like one through four kind of thing like oh, if i had a whole like season, a season that was like sevens, sevens and eights <laughs> yeah sure sure i'd be fine with that yeah you know but yeah. and on the same hand you know it's nice to get those nines and tens occasionally and just be like wow this is you know like we've had a few tens but i i'm i try to be very particular with those like i think a 10 should be kind of ones that are like in my top like of all time short yeah list, exactly you know? exactly like that's what should yeah. be the tens yeah so Try not to do very many tens. No. Um, but yeah, so no. that's um, right. that's that's uh, half a life, half a life, and that's uh, the first twenty-two out of twenty-six episodes of season four done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, until next time, I'm Chris. This is Evan. Cheers. Bye bye.